Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Off Meta Report. I'm your host, Formula 408, and with me tonight, as always, is Jeff. We're here for episode 8 to talk about everything meta, anti-meta, off-meta, meme, your labs, your gauntlets, and everything else that's just annoying you with RNG this week. So uh, let's uh, get <laughs> right into it. Jeff, how you doing tonight, man? I'm doing all right. Uh, not looking forward to another work week, but that's okay. Uh, it's kind of just how it goes. Get back to that grind. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it's been good. This weekend has been really nice. Good deal, man. It's been a nice weekend. Um, I go um, back on nights this week for work, so that'll be interesting. Always, always fun to have your sleep schedule messed with. But um, not too bad, not too bad. Yeah. Gives me uh, more time during the day to grind out the ladder, I guess. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> but I did do yeah. a good bit of playing this week. I went from um, Silver 3 up to Gold 4. And um, I did that pretty quickly, playing um, some control decks, mostly War Mothers and um, a couple other little control decks I messed around with. So it, it wasn't too bad. Um Played a few labs this week, got into that. I'm sure we'll talk about those in a few minutes. A lot of people complaining about those. Um, that's about <laughs> yeah. it. What about you, man? You uh, do any climbing, grinding, meme around? What was going on this week with Rune Terror for you? Yeah, uh, I've, I've done a little bit of climbing, uh, still in the mid, low to mid uh, gold. Um, I don't know what it is this season, but uh, it seems like things come up or I just don't have a lot of time to play a bunch of games in a row or maybe it's just because I'm also playing War Mothers and each game takes about 15-20 minutes at least uh, so if not more um, so that's probably a big a big uh, con contribution to it as well I'm I'm about gold gold three I'm, I'm just about ready to hit gold two um, but yeah a couple labs. I uh, wanted to do more expedition, but I didn't get a chance to do that. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Pretty mellow. Lots of um, lots of war mothers. Lots of yeah. pounding. Little down on turn four and just wrecking the uh, enemy board with ice quake or just. Yep. <laughs> I feel uh, you on that, man. The um, the game's taking forever, and every one of them, you just wonder, like, oh man, every game just feels so close to that deck. It always just feels so close, and I guess it's because you know your games always go late. Sometimes yeah. you win harder than you think you do, but it's always in the back of your mind, like, oh man, what if, what if that War Mother hits like two weirding stones on me, and I'm just, ugh, you know. <laughs> God, that's the worst. That's happened. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. But at least you played a hearth guard and it's a one five weird yeah. stone, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Fantastic. But yeah, I uh um Go ahead. I was just gonna say that deck it's it just seems like um there's a lot of those games where you don't really know if you've won yet, but yeah. you but it but you've won. Yeah. Um and I, I find that a lot in Legends of Rune Terra is I, I have a lot of that. 
oh gosh, what's he doing? What's he got? Yeah. Uh, what's he playing? Uh, and then I, I just get really nervous. Like, yeah. I, I think that's a big thing is you get a lot of ladder anxiety with just, okay, uh, what's going on next? And you're going through as many possibilities as you can think of in your, in your head. Like, has he, has he got some sort of removal that I didn't think of? So on and so forth. But, um, there's a lot of those games where you think, okay, I'm almost there. Things are going good. What's going to happen? And then either they just concede or uh, you just uh, yeah. win the next turn or something like that. So it's really interesting. That happens a lot in this game, whereas I don't remember it ever happening as much with other games. It's just, just feeling like... Yeah, And, and don't get me wrong, I definitely get those other games where... Uh, I have a commanding lead, and I know there's no way you're gonna. Yeah, but, like yeah. why haven't you surrendered yet? This game is over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but but there's a lot where I'm just like waiting, and I'm like, this is so so suspenseful. Um, so. Yeah, I, I think um, I think that's pretty interesting. I think Do the only games with that deck, where you know how it's gonna be by turn five, or when you're playing the aggro decks, when you're playing against the aggro decks, and. What's your nexus? Is mm -hmm. your nexus at six, seven, eight, or higher when they run out of cards? Because then you're probably right. okay. You you probably yeah are gonna win the game if your nexus is below six, five, and they're running low. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be tough. You're you're decimated away, you know, from from death pretty much. So as yeah. long as or um, dual uh, fervor. You yeah, know? yeah. You know that's kind of that's kind of the magic number on there, but um, yeah, there's a lot of healing and everything in that deck, so it's not too bad. But um, it's a lot of fun, and that's kind of why I started playing it. Because there's so much aggro I was running into, I was like, well, I mean, I'm just gonna pick my favorite control deck because I was like I said, I think on the last podcast, I you know I was playing War Mothers, you know, in in beta, so I um yeah. It's, it's a deck I was really familiar with and glad to see come back. So when I hopped on the ladder, finally decided, okay, let's go ahead and uh, try to climb a little bit and saw, you know, two aggro decks, three aggro decks. I was like, well, all right, let's, uh, let's go to one of my favorite aggro killers and just win for a while. And I probably went, I, I had, it probably took me about 16 wins. You know, so I probably was sixteen and two, sixteen and three in that stretch to get from silver three to gold four. So I mean, it was the um. That's really good. Yeah, it was, it was uh not not bad at all. I didn't run into hardly anything mid range, and I think I ran into one or two and had some good draws, and they had some misplays, so I was able to to win those two. But um, yeah, it was a pretty easy climb to gold so far. Hopefully. Hopefully I'll get back into plat and not too too long and go from there and see what happens. But I'm not really stressing about it this um this season, just trying to have some fun with it. But um yeah, speaking of fun. Good. Um yeah, I find that I find that as well. Yeah, it's um and like I had the one season where I really tried to push hard, you because know, I messed around and ended up getting close to master, so it's like, man, it'd be a shame to not not go for it. And ended up, you know, pulling it off at the end. I think I was probably like the last ranked masters person when it was all done. That was okay. 
<laughs> you know, couldn't drop out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, one thing that I've been playing to get a break from the grind has been the laps. I know there's been some um, some different opinions on the laps for for sure. What um, what's your take on them before I, I talk about mine? Um, I played one lab today, uh, and it it wasn't horrible. Um, I know a lot of people are saying, uh, "Oh, it's really slow," and there's a lot of roping, and um, it's just very very tedious uh, gameplay. Um, I think I think uh, there's a lot of RNG. That's another complaint. Um, it's it's very similar to uh, draw lab. I think only quick draw is much faster gameplay. Um, but this one, yeah, the fact that you can just burst past every single turn that you have, uh, and in invent, you, it's just very slow and tedious, uh, gameplay. Um, but I mean, it, it's been fun for the most part. Uh, I have had, uh, some, some fun and some, some really good luck. I've been matching up against, um, you know, getting good matchups or, or getting better better cards or using cards better than my opponent has been. Um, yeah, you you seem to like that a lot. This, I this do, game man. A lot. I um, I've enjoyed this lab, and I know I'm probably in the minority, and it is a lot of RNG. You know, so that's but I'm you know, man, whatever. The is a card game. I'm I'm not worried too much about RNG. It, <laughs> it, I, I I mean. I, I don't worry about RNG in card games because essentially they are RNG. It's what they are. They're what cards are you going to draw. So this is just a bigger pool that you were pulling from and things like that. But I think the strategy in this game, yeah. in the lab, is a lot of fun. Like, it's it's a lab where, where, what was it, one of the last ones that we had? Not the last one, but the last one before the new patch came out where you had all the overpowered cards and you could play them all turn one pretty much. And, you know, it was just nuts like yeah. that like that that was the rng that i don't like that was the rng without any sort of strategy like you could have all the cards you could play <laughs> on you know it was just you know what did you draw okay cool but this is a lot more of planning you know planning ahead planning your moves planning your deck okay my first you know my first couple of cards that i play i'm able to pick up you know these cards but now i'm do I want to try to grab things that are going to synergize with this? Do I want to grab something, you know, try to strong for a late game? Like, how do I want to pick my cards? You know, like, I passed up at turn three or four. Um, I passed up on Jinx. Because, one, I knew I would never run out of cards. <laughs> or it was unlikely right. that I would get that low. Because I'd already played for late game. So I already had cards that were higher mana cost that I wouldn't be able to get rid of with her. And... You know, too, she she just wasn't going to have any kind of synergy with my deck. So it was like, okay, I, um, you know, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to go for, you know, I think I think I took um, Guiding Touch or something instead, you know, for more card draw and yeah. different things. And, you know, that was, that's one of the games I remember the best because I, I just laughed. I was like, oh, man, I'm, I'm literally just passing up on a champion for a two-mana, you know, heal two and draw a card. But that was <laughs> that was the better card then. That was the better yeah. card for my deck. 
And I think that's a lot of what um, I liked about that was it wasn't just picking, oh, what is the best card? It's what card synergizes with everything that you have so far. What are you trying to build around? And what's your win condition? And whenever you're building a deck, like anytime you build a deck, you know this. That's one of the first things you have to think of. Like, how am I going to win with this deck? Like, what is my win condition for this deck? What What is going to end the game and get me get me the win? And... You know, if you're not thinking about that when you're playing in that lab, then you're just going to lose. You may get lucky a couple yeah. of times, but if you're not thinking ahead, if you're not trying to figure out, like, have I seen something that can win me the game yet? Then then you're just not going to make it. Yeah. Yep, I agree. Um, let's talk about good cards in that mode. Uh, I've I've had some pretty good combos with that. Uh Karina, nope, just just knowing your deck is full of spells. Yeah. yeah. Uh Karina will always hit five spells and just obliterate the opponent's board, which I think is really awesome. Yeah. Um but today I grabbed uh assembly block assembly block bot. Oh. Uh which is just so fun to play with because a bunch of one cost spells you right. just plop them on the board get them big enough and um and you can just just uh or just steamroll kind of yeah uh, kind of get them out of control uh you know your opponent tries to get rid of him or something or you just make him a little bit bigger and uh trick some trades and stuff it's really nice um, um... so he was he was the mvp of one of mine yeah, that's that seems like a lot of fun. <laughs> I haven't um yeah. I haven't hit anything real fun like that. Nothing nothing where I was just like, "Oh man, this is this is nuts." But I can see some stuff like that. Like um especially things that, you know, benefit off of um spellcast like that. I know there's the other um the other card in PNZ, the 10 mana Plaza Guardian. Yeah, Plaza Guardian whose cost is reduced by 1 yep. every time you cast a spell, so yep. I mean, you get essentially zero mana Plaza Guardian. That'd be fun. Or having some cards like that and yeah. being able to do um, counterfeit copies or even rummage would have been fun. You know, throw away two cards that you pick that you're not going to be able to use anymore and then get, you know, two random cards for one mana. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's, um, it was you a know lot what? of fun. I had a good time with it. You know what else? You know what else has potential, but I've never seen it um, go off, is uh, Mind Meld. Oh, yeah, Mind Meld would be crazy dumb, yeah. Just yeah. get a big board and, and play Mind Meld. And, I've been uh, wanting to but make, I haven't seen that. I've been wanting to make a, um, a deck with Mind Meld and Targon with the gems and um, some oh. elusives, you know. Cast, get get a few one two cost elusives on your board after you've cast you know mind meld you know six gems seven gems in the game cast mind meld buff them up to seven like sevens so i haven't messed yeah. with it it's pretty pretty memey maybe um maybe we can try to <laughs> try to do something for that for next week see how it goes man that sounds fun yeah. um yeah yeah for sure I'm just thinking, like, get your board wide with those uh, token generators from Bilgewater. Yeah. And uh, all those, all those, uh, all those uh, 
gems, like you said, might yeah. be fun. And there's a lot of draw with uh, with with Targon. Yeah, and you still and have, I guess um, water as well. And you can still play like invoke and things like that. The the um, cards that give you the invoke, so that you can generate more yeah. units. You know, one of the um, more spells. I play. I forget what deck it is. Another crazy deck I made. But um, I didn't have very many units in it, but I had a lot of Invoke. And that's what I used for my units. Mm. I, I would use that to basically stall out until I, I had um, whatever my late game win conditions were in that deck. But, um, yeah, so even without, like, actual units, you can, you know, you can generate generate value. So, yeah, something like that with, uh, I mean, Invoke, Guiding, what what we say it is guiding guiding light the the two mana hill two and draw a card mm -hmm. and you've got cards like that you've got a lot of low cost spells that would you know be pretty good with that so i think that might be fun yeah maybe we can mess around with that for next week yeah definitely i i'm already kind of brewing <laughs> yeah in my client here um, yeah that sounds like a lot of fun maybe yeah. um Maybe we can find something that can beat the uh, Jack the Winner deck. Uh, um, you you matched up with that one recently, I think. Uh, yeah, I hate um, that deck. So ex explain what you were what you were up against. Yeah, so I played the version of it. I played. I played. I ran into a few times, and it was um, no champions and Bilgewater Shadow Isles. And they, um, it was not real, real aggro. It was pretty control. And, <laughs> you know, so they had, um, they had the, um, hapless aristocrat. They had the, um, I forget the name of the unit that uh, has the last breath that generates another last breath card of three mana or less. Um, you I'm sure you know uh, what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do. Um, yeah, whatever <laughs> I it can't is. find it, right? Yeah. Um, they ran that. You know, so basically just blockers, things to generate other units. You know, half of aristocrat, it dies. It gives you a spider, you know, to, to keep units up to block with. And then um, they had the Jack the Ripper. They had the um, Powder Monkeys. And... Um, they had the um, Undying, the um, the Undying um, from Shadow Isles. Doom Beast. Yeah, yeah, the two two, and every mm -hmm. time it dies, it would regenerate. So they would use the um, the uh, Sleeping with the Fishes card on that to kill it off. Oh yeah, and then yeah, so it was. It was crazy. It was it was a really really good deck, I think, and I, I ran into it a couple times. Um, unfortunately, I ran into it with my War Mother's deck, and I, I knew I didn't. Um, <laughs> the first time I got destroyed by it because I I didn't know what I was up against. Um, the second time I did a lot better. Um, I would have won, but they had a second Jack the winner after I killed off the first one. So then I was like, well, all right, I can't, I can't kill this one. And I'm too far behind because I had <laughs> saved mana to try to make sure that I could 
of that on turn five or six whenever they dropped it. So, but it was still, um, and then I think I ran into it a couple times in normals, but I don't remember what really I was playing or anything on that. But, um, yeah, it was, it was not fun to play against, man. I know, um, I know you've seen, or, um, you either saw the other version of it with the misfortune and, um, gangplank. Did you run into that or have you just, um, seen people talking about it? You know, um, yeah, I've only really seen it on this, uh, <clears throat> um, on the meta list this week's meta list uh from team Le leviathan gaming and it sounds like okay. we reference this one a lot um but the reason that we do that is because they uh put one out every week um and so it's more it's very easy to reference this one since uh if the meta changes the, they're the ones that are going to pick it up most likely right um but yes um uh, gangplank misfortune just a very very quick bilge water noxious deck uh with lots of burn uh potential and and some sort of uh reach that can just go straight to nexus um it looks like a really good deck and it's our first burn deck that we have seen ever since burn got obliterated by the nerfs so um i haven't matched up against it yet but it looks really interesting and it it features your favorite card jack the winner yeah, that card, um, <clears throat> that card is no fun at all. It's really, really crazy, the, the value that it gets. Um, mm -hmm. and I think when, um, when it came out that, uh, people, people didn't realize what it could do or how it could be used, and that, that was causing some, um, you know, some, some, I I guess not um not problems but um mm -hmm. you know some some building problems people didn't know what to do with it people didn't know what to um what to really do with the with the deck or how to play around with that card but now that 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 card is out people are pairing it with the undying people are pairing it with misfortune all these other things like it's 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 a lot of damage that's being put out especially with the um the gangplank with the barrels out. I mean, it's 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 a lot, and it helps the the level up condition for gangplank a ton. So, yeah. Um, it it also triggers plunder. Um, yeah, and uh, definitely helps out with that, with those kind of triggers. Uh, so so yeah, I I think he uh Riot knew what they were doing when they released this one specific Bilgewater card. Um along with uh, the other the powder monkey card yeah um because this is actually gonna do something to our meta um with uh with with just two cards uh, in one region uh bilgewater and they have a, a pretty pretty good uh you know pretty good tool for the for that region to uh to build new new things to utilize it um with burn and plunder and other and other reasons too um yeah i yeah. i think i'm gonna probably build uh this deck sometime this week and test it out and see what it's like um 
but yeah, looks like a really good, uh, really fun deck. Um, it is, it's on the, uh, Leviathan gaming, uh, snapshot for this week. This is snapshot 17 for September 13th, uh, came out today. Um, and so that, and the only other list that they, um, added was the uh, Aurelian Soul Lux deck, Demacia Targon, oh, yeah. which I don't think we've really seen any decks with a lot of, uh, with those two regions I uh, working know. together. Um, I think I played, <laughs> it's strange, I played against two of them. These weren't meta decks, though, uh, in my ladder climb. Um, one was with Leona, and then Aurelian Soul, and then just just Aurelian Soul, <clears throat> and I, I fortunately beat them, but uh, they didn't have any of the Lux tools that you would you would see in this deck, like um, the Mage Seeker sort it, of. And it looks, um, yeah. So so this deck has um, it has Remembrance, Star Shaping. Those are are the two six uh, mana right. spells for this for this deck, but it, it has twenty other uh, twenty spells total, with um, you know hush being a, a tool as well. You can cast that multiple times and level up uh, Lux really easily. Um, Concerted strike uh, for removal, um, star shaping for insight. So I mean, there, it this seems like a really interesting deck as well, uh, especially if you like playing with Lux and. Uh, like Demacia in general, want to pair it with Targon. Um, seems like a pretty good, pretty good deck. Uh, might be interesting to play around with that one a little bit and see how it is. Um, it's interesting that they mention this. They call it out specifically. It's solid against everything on the ladder except other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, those two matchups that I saw, even though they weren't exactly the same deck, um, I, I won both of those playing with uh war mother so um yeah maybe that's i mean the it's, maybe that's the deck that that uh the counter if war mothers comes out that's a hard deck to beat that's a lot of units a lot of big beefy units i mean even even lux casting you know her <clears throat> final spark that's four mana i mean four four damage like that's that's not doing a lot against your stuff especially oh that's the other deck I made. I'll I'll tell you about it in a minute. But um yeah, that that's not doing a lot against um <laughs> against War Mother's decks. But um your big uh regenerate and uh five health units. Yeah, and that's I made Okay, I guess I guess this deck would be a little meme. Um I made a regeneration deck. Almost all the units have regeneration. <laughs> it runs um Sejuani with it also um nice yeah it's it's not terrible it was a lot of fun um i've I've won a few games i played a couple games and uh ranked with it and won the one won a couple um one in one in normals i mean but it's it's so much fun and you go up against a lot of these decks that um you know because there's a lot of decks out there that have to you know baby those units down you know like 
they're they're dropping three damage here and then killing you on the next turn and this and that well you can't do that if you can't kill it on that turn you can't kill it so i went up against um one of the decks was uh the lulu deck i think that plays like the rally and all that stuff it's like well okay but you or maybe it was misfortune i can't i think it was misfortune yeah but yeah you didn't have enough damage to kill me this turn so next turn doesn't matter you know if you can't kill me this turn with your attacks then i'm staying on the board <laughs> forever so um you know drop all yeah. the uh yeah you can you can drop all the make it range you want like i don't care like that that does nothing to me <laughs> you know so it um yeah it was a lot of fun you know if you run into other decks with a lot of beefier units and stuff I and mean, you just get get um get beat because it's not really a you know for real deck but it's uh it was it was fun it was fun to um have you know four or five units on the board all of them regeneration um, I had the um, uh, the Berserker card. I forget that uh, the follower's name Tarzak uh, that does one damage to yeah. every all attack all battling enemy all all battling uh, units. And um, I played the um, the new card from Frail Yard that gives regeneration and overwhelm to one of your cards if you behold an eight plus. And I would put that on him, so he would have the regeneration also, and he's already eight HP. So, you know, he, um, you know, and yeah. and that card with a bunch of other cards that all have regeneration, really good because it doesn't bother, you know, it doesn't mess with them. So I've been thinking about playing that and trying to put like a um, Vladimir in it or something like that, you know, something crazy, something wild, mess around with it some more. But um, yeah, I've had a lot of fun the past week or so playing. It's been a good time. Nice. That's uh, that's good. Um, I've yeah, I am sometimes getting a little bit um, bit, and then it, it's hard to get back into it. But it, it's it's good that we have so many cards and more coming soon to just keep us keep us going. I like that. Yeah, the um, the next expansion's right around the <clears> corner too. Is what a month away now. Something like that, five, six weeks. End of October. Yep, October sometime. Yeah. I mean it'll be most most likely. It'll it'll be right around the corner. So that's gonna be that's gonna be real nice too. Um <laughs> Yeah, there and like like we've already talked about, you know, we already have ideas for other decks of so new stuff that, you know, hasn't even been made yet. You know, hopefully Hopefully we can make something before Swim makes it, and then you see it everywhere, and then it's not fun anymore. <laughs> that's that's the only yeah, thing about or, this. Yeah, or fun to play against. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the only thing about this Jack the Winter deck. <laughs> like I can't even craft it right now because it's so tilting. I don't know if you're like this. If I play a deck a couple times and just get so tilted by it, I can't. I can't even make it. Like I will yeah. eventually. I can't. Like ooh, I'm gonna jump on and make that deck. Like no, I don't want to see those cards again. I want to be away from them for a while. Like this is not where I want to be in my life. So let me let me back down from these, and I'll go I'll go uh, try this a little bit and see how it goes. Then, but not right now. I am done. <laughs> yeah, I hear you on that one for sure. Um, 
yeah, anything else been going on this week with you? And uh, Renteris, anything else going around? I know um, I I have to make a revision about um, a, a card, but um, if there's anything else you want to get to first, we can, we can do that. Um, yeah, uh, Well, I'll go ahead and um, mention it. I was wrong about Hush. It is not the um, the terrible, awful card that I thought it was. I mean, it's still it's still rough. I still don't like it, but I don't think it'll be nerfed, and it probably doesn't need a nerf. And if you're running more than one of it in a deck, you probably have too many because the um, you're you're just not getting. The value for it that you could be and um i guess after listening to uh bbg bruised by god talk about it you know like if you're gonna run that card like why not just run the actual removal for the card you know why why are you running this when you can just run real removal and that made a lot of sense you know that you would just want to run the you know why why are you running hush when you can run you know gotcha or why are you running hush when you could run um another um static shock or you know something with actual removal something mm -hmm. with actual damage instead of having to depend on one of your units or something like that but um and i haven't seen it around that much i'm guessing that's because other people have kind of figured out like okay this was tilting but i don't necessarily know if it was <laughs> good so yeah, I was I was probably wrong about Hush. I don't think it'll get a nerf. I don't think it really needs one. Revitalizing Roar is still a stupid card. That's still a dumb card. <laughs> I stand by that. Like that card is ridiculous. But um the um the card for um is not too bad. It's not too bad. Hush is not not too um too terrible. So, what? Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Jeff, go ahead and tell us what. I you I really haven't I haven't faced Hush all that much, uh, other than that first week. Uh, but so yeah, I'm I'm fine with it. It seems like it's fine. It's gonna be hard to play around if it's not uh consistently in the meta or anything. But um, it's just gonna be like four mana deny. Get used to it. Uh, expect to see it every so often and um don't play those you know just like you don't play those huge spells when that slow spells that you need to go off right uh don't play those huge creatures with special skills that need to go you know even if yep. it goes champions yeah um when they're you know holding on to that three mana uh yep. I, and that's that's easy to and hard to do uh but yeah so you know it's gonna be it's gonna be a card you just gotta learn to live with it it's not gonna blow you out every single time especially because uh, it's really just targon decks that are gonna have it um yeah I, I feel like it's it's gonna find its place in the meta if it needs adjustment right it's gonna adjust it yeah uh i guarantee that for sure um but yeah I've got something I'd like to talk about if you want to get into it. And we can save this for another episode sure. if if we need to. 
but I want to talk about tournaments, and we may have to to push this back. I don't know. If we, I don't. We'll, we'll see. I want to talk <laughs> about tournaments and open versus closed deck list. Because I yeah. do not like um, a closed deck list. I've never. I, I've I've always played real. Uh, I say real. Um, IRL, I guess, card games, and. Mm-hmm. You turned in a deck list so that you had to actually play the deck that you were playing, but your opponent didn't have access to that deck list. You know, it was turned into judges and people like that so that they can monitor and make sure you didn't have cards that you weren't supposed to have or things like that. But it was never something your opponent had access to. And having an open deck list, especially in Rune Terror, where the card pool isn't huge compared to a lot of other games Mm -hmm. especially when you consider that you can see what that you know what regions they're in so now you've shrunk it down to a card pool of what 150 cards 120 you know it's not yeah it's it's not a huge pool of cards that they have to pull from way way less than most other card games and you still are telling them, oh, I can only have, uh, these are the cards that I have in my deck, and it's only a 40-card deck. You know, you get, you know, <laughs> six, seven turns into it, six turns into the game, they've seen 10 of your cards. If you've got four in hand, like, they, they you've got a 33% chance of having a card. I mean, it's just, I, I know people say, oh, well, it keeps from being surprised and puts more skill in the game, but I think it takes away a lot from the deck building aspect and the and I think that's a big skill in itself. Yeah, uh, I definitely I agree. Uh, I I think open deck lists make it a little too. I I think I can see it. You can see it as open deck lists give you exactly what you need to know to play around. Yeah, closed deck lists. Just like ladder, you don't know what you're facing. You don't know what's in the other guy's deck. You don't know what he's going to draw or um, is more likely to draw, uh, so on and so forth. So I think it's um, they're almost two different skill sets that you yeah. need to develop. Um, one is can I play these cards better than you can play your cards? I know what's in your deck. I know uh, what my deck's trying to accomplish, um, and it and it allows for future thinking. Right. I know he's got this card. When he draws it, I need to have an answer, so I need to keep it hold of this card. Um, I know he's only got one card of this, or I know he's got three cards of this. Gives you an idea of do I really need to worry about this card, or you know. You know, there's not going to be a chance that he's going to play multiple of these. Right. Um, but that's, like you say, that kind of takes away from the fun part of deck building. Um, if you throw in a one of, uh, or a fun of, yeah. uh, a card, then, <laughs> um, you know, it, it, it's, it's almost like you're playing a meta deck. Yeah, and you I'm, know, people on ladder, they know what right. a meta deck looks like. They know exactly what those lists look like. Uh, so much so that you can just pull up a list on Mobilytics and just, okay, I know he's got this. This is what his top end looks like. I need to worry about 
this card. Um, and that's the thing is a lot of people don't use, they just copy and paste their decks on ladder. Um, but when you're in a uh, tournament mode, you, you need to, you kind of need that element of surprise because there really isn't any. Right. Um, it's going to be really easy to determine the deck you're playing. And if, you know, within that first few turns, um, you're going to know what it's, what, what the whole right. objective is all about. And you've already seen decks like that, you know. And I think, probably dozens of times yeah. playing on ladder or elsewhere. And I think one of the things about that, and I think it's really noticeable on ladder, is when you run the, the one-ofs or the, the cards like that, your deck isn't optimized for, for winning. I mean, it's really not. You could probably have a better value card in that spot. True. So you're probably going to win marginally less games and climb a tiny bit slower than playing an optimized deck. But if you do that same thing in a tournament with a closed list, and now the one game that you would win is a bigger deal, you know? So I, I think, I don't, I think in a tournament having a closed deck list is such a huge advantage to the person who's not scared to play an unoptimized list. And people will say like, oh, I don't want to, you know, lose a game to someone who has a one-off ruination when they shouldn't have that in their deck because it's not the optimized <laughs> version of the list. But the thing about that is yes, it's not optimized for ladder and it's not optimized for a tournament and they're gonna lose more games than they win because of that. They will lose more games than they win because they have the unoptimized version. There, if, you know, if they played 100 games with the Ruination and 100 games without it, they might win 50 with the Ruination and, you know, 55 without it, you know, let's say. So they're, the, your win percentage is going to increase without that card. So they're going into this tournament at an overall disadvantage, but they're playing it because they think they have a read on what's coming. They think that they know the other decks that are going to be in there. So the way to counter things like that is to have other creative decks and have other cards that can surprise people i guess you would say you know so now like putting that ruination in isn't such a oh yeah i'm going to put this in because i know you know they're going to be playing this huge board of scouts or something and at turn five or at turn six i'm just going to drop this and wipe their board and you know whatever like they're not you're not going to be able to do that because you don't know now that people are just going to be playing standard meta stuff and yeah you could have mm -hmm. that same card in there in an open list but now it's useless now you're never going to be able to play it they're never going to or play it and win the game from it because they're going to keep they're going to keep followers in their deck or in their hand because they know that oh he has nine mana well i need to keep something to where i can 
rebuild my board if I hit ruination. You know, mm-hmm. so I uh, I think I think you're taking a risk by playing a card that's not optimized like that, and I think you should be able to be rewarded for doing it for for playing something that says, "Oh, this isn't the best version of this deck, but I'm going to play it because I think I have a read on what's coming." And you just don't get that with the open list. So I, right. I'm a big fan yep. of closed deck list. That's that's been my pet peeve with this, yep. with tournaments and everything, you know, and just, and just watching the deck building revolve around, you know, an open list. You know, it's I don't know, it's a little frustrating. I prefer closed list, but I guess that is what it is right now. Yeah. But anyway, so that's that's my um yep. my spiel on that. I I agree with you on that. I I and that's the thing is I think we should make it clear that, uh, and you mentioned this make it clear that we're not against closed deck lists to the tournament organizers necessarily um because that can definitely be a be a problem um one benefit that i do know about open deck lists is that the um your opponent and you you can be accountable to what your opponent is playing if your opponent played something that's not on the deck list provided to you, then um, it's not on tournament organizers' responsibility to call it out right. that, hey, wait a sec, that's not right. Um, and then you would continue playing because you have no idea. Um, I could see that definitely being a downside. Um, but if you say, yeah, he's he's got reckoning in his, his deck, that, uh, his deck list says no reckoning here. Yeah. Um, and I guess on that's, online tournaments. That's maybe one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's harder um, to. That's definitely that. one, one reason. I understand mm-hmm. that 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 part of it. Um, I don't know. I think I think if Riot went competitive, which I'm sure they're going to go, you know, have some sort of competitive esport with this game at some point. That um, I'm sure they'll do open lists. I'm guessing. But if they wanted to do closed lists, I'm sure they could with um, the amount of resources they had. Even have software where you put in your deck list and it was set. And then, you know, the software monitored your card draw or whatever to make sure you didn't draw anything outside of that or something like that. You know, I'm sure sure there would Mm -hmm. be something that, that could happen. But you're right, we don't have that now. And it would be a pain for tournament organizers to deal with. The, the closed list, especially in a tournament where you have to play the same deck throughout the throughout the tournament. You know, it'd be easier for people who are streaming mm-hmm. or something like that, but for people who aren't, you know, as long as they're playing the same region and roughly the same deck, they, they'd be able to get away with it. So, yeah. yeah. And, and that's actually just an anecdote that um, I was playing Legends of Runeterra, or sorry, uh, the Elder Scrolls Legends, uh card game tcg uh that was a big problem uh was uh one specific player and i'm I'm not gonna go into who it was or anything uh but they would just play the wrong list whether that's intentional or not um and it was all open deck lists even even in an open deck list format they would play the wrong deck 
And then the tournament or organizers would have to figure out, crap, now we have to figure out what are we doing with this? Do we know how intentional this was or not? Um, and this, this individual was a multiple offender to this yeah. problem. So <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of speculation that it was totally intentional. Um, and at some point, even if but, it isn't like, bro, you responsible for Yeah. You. <laughs> I mean, it, exactly. It did get to the point where, yeah, this is, this is crazy. How many times this has happened to you, even yeah. though you claim that this is totally an accident. Um, which I mean, one or two times, I can definitely see that being an accident. You have a couple different iterations of a certain deck that you have been playing with and you submit one and then queue up another. And I could see that being an accident. Yeah. Um, but like three or four times in a row or, you know, however, however many times it actually ended up being, um, it got a little suspicious on, on some, on the radar of some people for sure. So um yeah that's um that's why open deckless do exist and why that's probably the more popular format uh yeah. but i i agree there's definitely more fun with the uh the act of surprise and uh getting your your opponent with that one elusive card that they weren't expecting yeah and that's you know I guess I see it both ways, and especially the the way that tournaments have to be ran online and things like that. It kind of it makes sense for it, but I do I do hope that there are some um, some closed um, closed format uh, tournaments at some point because I just think I think the decks you see would be a lot better. I th or maybe not. I think the viewing experience would be a lot more enjoyable. I think being surprised by cards, watching players get surprised by cards, seeing the things that players can come up with, knowing that no one's going to know about it, I think that would be that would be nice to see. You know. Yeah, for, from a viewer perspective, yeah. I definitely would love this deck list format. Yeah. Um, just because it, you know, it can it can become predictable at times. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I guess um, um I guess that's yeah. all I have for tonight. Is there anything else you need to you want to talk about tonight and get into? Um we we didn't really cover we we had a little one-on-one -on -one match earlier oh, today. Yeah, um, we did. This was uh your list originally. Yeah. Um and you said you didn't have a name for it, but I think Daybreak Dragons is a pretty good uh yeah, pretty good name. Yeah. <laughs> I think that'll work. Um, but I, I don't have all the cards for for your deck, so I I did what I could, and I was even playing like Tarek and Swain to mm -hmm. your Aurelian Soul, and you know three of Leona. Um, and just to just to stop for a second, we had a one-on-one. -on -one. About it, the um, the list is um, some Daybreak cards. And some dragon cards that you can get from the name and relies around the um sky's descent card that you um you want to get the invoke the, and then the celestials and dragons on board and um play the uh, sky's descent and wipe your opponent's board and then just open attack for the win that's that's pretty much the idea of the deck yeah um <laughs> leona does a lot of work in it keeping units stunned and things like that in the early and mid game so you can try to drag it out long enough to get that but um, yeah, go ahead. I just wanted to let people know what the 
the general deck was and yeah. we'll leave uh we'll leave the deck list in the comment section and in the description uh, show description yeah um and i definitely think it's a it's a fun deck it's it's a mono targon with the um let's see with two ravenous flocks right um from noxus uh, and I think that's just because Leona does a bunch of stunning, yeah. and you can utilize her stuns into just full-on removal, which and I like that a lot. I didn't realize it when I pulled up the list until later on, when I was like, oh, Ravenous Flock, that's interesting. Um, Another good thing about but, that card yeah, we didn't is it's <laughs> um, a one-mana card that can break a spell shield. Yeah, you know, if a unit yeah. is stunned or damaged, you know... So you can, if you have the obliterate a unit, but they're, you know, have a spell shield, mm -hmm. but they've taken any damage, you can break the spell shield with the ravenous flock and then obliterate. So that's the other reason I like that card in there. Man, that's a that's a great. I didn't even come up with that um, at the time, but that's that's a great point. Um, the only problem I can see that being is when I had Ravenous Flock and you had your Aurelian Soul up and he wasn't injured or stunned yeah. and I couldn't do anything yeah. to yeah. your Aurelian Soul. Um, and I think you were probably on the other end of it too, thinking, how am I going to obliterate your, you know, his cards? Because that's exactly what I was thinking. I, yeah. I got to invoke and just find some, some obliterate and a cheap targeting spell to pop your top pop your spell shield um but that was a really fun matchup and and you uh you took it away with with your aurelian soul and your yeah um, aurelian your soul big is just so good late game yeah that guy's nuts yeah if um yeah and, and I, really if, fun if i am playing in ladder in ranked in normals whatever and they level up aurelian soul i concede is it's it's one of those things like <laughs> There's still like some small slight possibility like I could pull this out. But do I wanna try that yeah. hard? Like do I wanna waste all this time to maybe, you know, the three, four, five percent? Like no, let's just let's just move on with our life. Let's, let's, yeah. Let's go let's on. Chuck this up to a loss and yeah. <laughs> move on. But yeah, um that, I know exactly what you out, mean. Man. Um I had one of the challenges on the quest, the daily quest is like summon, you know, play play 10 dragons or eight dragons or whatever it was i don't know I was like, well, let's just throw a bunch of dragons in here and um then i was like ah oh, these cards are all four five eight nine mana whatever and i was like oh some of the celestials are dragons i'll put some celestial stuff you know the solari priestess I was like, well if i'm gonna play her let's put some you know leona and daybreak cards and then I played a game with us. Like, oh, this is fun. Let me tweak it a little. And I kept tweaking it and tweaking it. And before I know it, it was like, hey, this is this is an actual deck. Like, I can win some games with this thing. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it was funny nice. how 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 that uh, that that deck came about. But it's it's been a lot of fun to play too. Nice. Um, I think we both ended up doing a the skies descend on each other at yeah. one point or another. Yeah. Um, which I still had the is, spell shield on mine. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I was that's, like, I yeah. just got to pull the trigger because yeah. there's no way I'm going to like, kill your spell shield animals. Yep. Um, but uh, that's that's, uh, that's why I put Swain in there because I leveled him up in one go. 
was, oh yeah, awesome. I never even thought about that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I did, but it didn't didn't matter all that much because he yeah. didn't, he didn't even show up. I didn't draw him. Yeah, you, you drew I, him, and I um I obliterated him right when he came out. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, but I played Sky's Descend, and it went what about? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, swing level up. Awesome. Yep. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, the deck is, especially. I mean, and to be fair, most people aren't running any special cards. You're not running into that hardly anywhere. And right, dropping, the mirror is. Weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dropping um, dropping Sky's Descent on a Scout's deck or something is just. Oh, it's so great watching, you know, their everything they've worked the whole game for just disappear <laughs> and then yeah, the concede button comes up and it's just like, yep, there we go. Your opponent surrendered. Yep. That's so, the other rage card. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like playing um I was you like I was playing I was the, say, uh, you like how I um go ahead, go ahead. No, no, go, 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 go. You like how I just took ten to the face because I didn't want your really into soul to to get a fury trigger. Yeah, I saw that. and put you at twenty twenty yeah. instead of nineteen twenty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I guess I'm taking this. <laughs> I don't want to deal with the with the yeah. leveled up Aurelia. Oh, it's soul. so nuts, man! Um, the leveled up soul is so nuts. The um, <laughs> yeah, that's what when um. I forget what it. I know there's a meme or from a movie or something where he's like, he's trying to beat me with my own whatever. That's how I felt when I started getting into this game. I was like, <laughs> I, I didn't realize the at very first loading in that it was the same because you had the Swain in there. But on turn two, when you played Invoke, I was like, he's trying to beat me with my deck. <laughs> <laughs> like what is this? But I wish I would have played a, a different deck if I would have known that. I would have played um I would have played something else, you know, so it would have been, you know, not the mirror and you could no, really I'm really glad you did though, because I thought it was kind yeah, of, it was fun a lot to of fun. It was a fun match. What my hodgepodge deck with partial dragons did against your your uh straightforward, you know, fully dragoned yeah. out deck. Yeah, um, Leona in that deck just does so much work if you can get her out and leveled. I mean, it's it's a stun every turn, every turn. She you're does. Just, you're yeah. just keeping units down, and uh, and that's all and you, you really have to do. Like, if you survive to turn seven, six, seven, eight, especially if you're able to drop the um the twin sisters in this mm -hmm. deck, that's six mana card, and you get two, four, three units, one with life steal, one with elusive, and you reduce your cost of um. Guy's descent by four, so you played six mana. You reduced four mana. I, I was in a um, it was a rank game on ladder, and I played. I think it was round eleven, ten, something like that. I had twelve mana. I played Sky's. I played um, the sisters for six, and it dropped my Sky's descent from nine to five. So for eleven mana yeah. that turn, I wiped their board wow. and had you know a full board so it was it was it was nuts i mean they instantly surrendered <laughs> but yeah so it, uh, i imagine yeah yeah i'm sure i would too if i saw somebody play that card and i was just like huh that just happened all right 
At least I didn't brawl me emote. Yeah. I'm, oh um, yeah. Oh man. man. I was expecting it. Yeah. Well, they need they need a um an Aurelian Soul emote if they're gonna if they're gonna have a card for Aurelian Soul that can wipe your board like that. They need some sort of like I am the god of creation sort of emote that shows like hey you can't mess with me. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. I think it's a matter of time. Yeah. Um, oh, if I can make money off of it, it's coming. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. If they can sell it. If, if somebody will buy it, they'll make it. Which I don't blame them. Yeah. And, hey, keep buying it. Keep the keep the cards cheap and free and sell the cosmetics, man. I'm okay with that model. Yeah. Me too. This is a super, super cheap game. Yeah. And, um. Yeah, Everybody I, I, I recommend this, this is a super cheap game to play. I've spent eight thousand dollars on board. Yeah, but <laughs> but it's so cheap. Yeah, I spent all my money. But it was a little guy that I, I I could click on, and and he did a little dance when I yeah. <laughs> oh. Or you know, that's like I wanted to I wanted to BM my opponent really yeah. really bad with the, even even the League the of Legends. You know, the League of Legends game is the same way. Like. Oh, it's free to play. Oh, yeah, you haven't spent any money. Oh no, I've spent thousands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but uh, yeah, I guess that's it for tonight, man. Um, we'll uh, climb a little more this week. I'm gonna. We can both try to mess around with that mind meld deck. See, um, see if we can get something going yeah. with that. And uh, anything else before we uh, head out tonight? Nope. I think that's it. All right, good deal, everybody. Um, like the video, subscribe to the podcast, leave us some comments, anything you want to hear about, any uh, deck ideas you have, let us know. Um, there's also a link to the Discord that me and Jeff um, are always in, the Legends Cast Discord with the Legends Cast podcast um, over there. Um, some some good guys, The Lift and Dead Broke Nerd, you can check out their stuff too. Um, and we'll see you guys next week. Y'all have a good one and see you on the Rift. Bye.